0: You know what, we should not have this episode. So welcome back to the Not Daily podcast. Last time we perilously attempted to define and understand what uh, cultural singularity could mean or what the technical singularity, what implication could this technical singularity have on culture. About that, we received a question in the email from Miruq that, uh, that is, uh, uh, what about quoting fictional characters, like not quoting the writer, but the character that he, he, he or she wrote? How do quotes of fictional characters versus real humans fit into that picture, the picture we painted of pyramid of self-reference? Self-refer- of do you have an idea? For me, I don't think it matters much whether it is an actual person or or a fictional character insofar as even when you're citing an actual person, you're citing kind of like their persona anyway.
1: (laughs) Uh. Yeah, I think like the character in a book is a summary of one sort of the book. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. For example, like when you're talking about like Eternal Use, you're talking about Dorian Gray. You're not really talking about Oscar Wilde at all. So, the idea behind that is like it just the character of a book or a quote of a book would be like a summary of one author's thought and not like the author in general, maybe? I,
0: I mean, you're, you're never referencing, well, you're rarely, you're, in a quote, you're not referencing the person as a whole be it an actual author or an actual character you're, t- you're referencing an idea right and this idea can be represented by
1: yeah but you're you're closer like yeah obviously but like what what i mean is like when you're using a character in a sort, you're closer to the whole character than you will be ever closer to like the
0: yeah, I guess I guess what you mean is the character is less complex and less deep than the author, presumably, unless I mean by 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 a relation of inclusion where well, the writing of the writer is included in everything the writer does
1: and think, Necessarily, the writer is more complex. First, and also, also like usually a writer creates a character to has a sword that he has like you know what i mean like he has a purpose so in that sense like when you're quoting a character maybe like you're encompassing that sort.
0: Maybe we could come back to our scale, or infinite tower of uh, reference and saying that the character might be stepping another level because the author is referencing an idea through this character. Uh, and it might be two levels instead of one, but it's essentially the same thing.
1: This makes me think of something uh, that uh wrote uh, right on Facebook, I think, uh, on the last episode as well, which was like she didn't really see the point of like the cultural singularity at all, and I think that like the 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 main the main thing that she was saying was she didn't really see our point on where we wanted to to go, so it was kind of like criticizing what we've done last time.
0: Like you keep talking about point, but I don't think any of this has any point. It's not like last time we had an idea that we wanted to go forward to. And I I think it's just like, how about blank and try to explore something?
1: Yeah, no, I understand that like, that like, we never try to have like, to discuss toward like a point that we have before. I I don't think that's what we're doing here. But I do think that usually we have a clear view on like the um, limit of the subject, meaning we know what we're talking about. At the start, mm, well, because we were talking about something that might or might not exist, and we
0: try to assess its exist its existence as well as its potential definition. So I think it's a bit natural from
1: there. Yeah, I agree, and I yeah, yeah, yeah completely agree, completely agree. And I, but I think like we should have started like that. I, I think like the question should have been like does cultural singularity exist and not like whatever the episode name was so by the way we're obliged to talk about the corona virus so like let's do it now i
0: vehemently disagree and will do everything in my power to derail the conversation away from the virus <laughs>
1: okay so the vibe like we've been quarantined for like 30 days now (laughs) which seems like long when you say it but like it doesn't feel that long to be completely honest and like what i wanted to talk about about like the quarantine and like how i feel about it like i i'm super happy about my feeling (laughs) meaning like (laughs) okay let's see where this goes (laughs) 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 you're super happy about your
0: feeling about your reaction to the quarantine exactly
1: exactly because like when we started like everyone was like okay that's way too hard i'm gonna go insane in like one week so after one week i was like okay i want to kill myself now i want to see people i want to go out like what what the hell is happening in my life then the second week was like okay okay like that's bullshit like next like next week i'm going out like Fuck that shit, and by the third week I was like, okay, that's my new normal. And like, what I'm happy about is that, um, is that look, I'm the new, it's the new normal. It's exactly the new normal that I wanted before the coronavirus. I was like, I want, I want a break in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like everything (laughs) so the universe
0: responded and you got your break of everything
1: (laughs) and the universe responded so well and like my mind fought against how it came like okay no I like whatever I want to go but for the last two weeks I'm just embracing the shit like just like okay like that's my time to recenter myself and I'm super glad and what I wanted to say a bit more like theoretically uh, I had a discussion with my sister like she had the exact same feeling about like the homeostasis of like the human mind meaning if you're one of the few like the listener one of the few that like still have a job still have the money to like buy food not lose their apartment like that sort of thing if, if your money situation is kind of the same and you're in a safe environment it's actually like you come back to a new normal like super fast like your brain is just like trying to go back to this homeostasis, like state of mind of like okay it's fine like, it's not too bad, it's not too good, like, you, you came back super fast to, like, fuck that shit, to, okay, new normal, what the fuck, like, who cares. And I think, like, that's kind of fun how we habituate so much so fast to a new situation.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting that this provides everyone with a free cognitive science experiment. There's one thing I wanted to ask about that... Uh, that came to mind when you started talking about the habituation process is how how does a continuous process compare to a discrete process? So for instance, the lockdown is a continuous time process that's been going on continually for a long time. Whereas in discrete process, I'm thinking for instance as uh, let's take a very concrete example when i get my hair dyed like the first time you do it it's very terrifying the second time you already do- done it once so you have a reference very clearly that kind of like halves your discomfort and the, and in, a, in this de- decreasing exponential curve the third time it's already a lot better and by the fourth or fi- fifth time you're very used to it and it's the same when you take uh, a new street in your uh, in, in your daily routine or whatever the first time it seems very long and you get habituated by the third
1: or fourth time you go by it yeah, I think for sure, like, your, your habit, like, if, like, but the thing I, I feel like it's a bit different because it goes with fear. And I think it's two different process, meaning like the fear is just like, and that's kind of known, meaning like with habituation, and that's a known like cognitive psychology, like method, treatment, like when you're afraid of something, like you habituate to a less evil version of it, like a bit and then a bit more, a bit more and a bit more, just because it habituates your amygdala and not to answer to it. And And so when it comes to fear, I feel like it's really a matter of like, you're not knowing what's gonna happen and like more you do it, more you train yourself to think that nothing bad will happen. When it comes to, like, other emotions, like, a bit more complex emotions than fear, I think it's a bit different than just, like, pure, like, knowledge.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was not talking about fear in particular I was more thinking in general about like the the general effect that anything has on you but maybe you can see that's an extended version of that
1: uh, of the fear like if you
0: replace fear by emotional response to phenomenon
1: I feel it's still a bit different just because like, when it's discreet, when it's a discrete phenomenon you don't like your your feeling is also discrete like it doesn't like w- what is not fun but like what is interesting with the quarantine it's exactly that because it's not discrete like you need your whole self need to respond to like the change in your whole like habit, routines, like life. When it comes to a discrete element, either like dyeing your hair, I don't know, like whatever, like jumping, like bungee jumping, whatever. Like it just because it's discrete, your response is also discrete. So it doesn't last super long.
0: Ah, uh, so maybe that's why you'd need more repetitions to get completely used to it,
1: oh, because you you were saying that like with discrete it lasts longer
0: well, I don't know i i'm I'm asking how does it compare and it's true that discrete when spaced out, you probably would need more repetition, and it's impossible to compare discrete and continuous. Right? <laughs> I mean, this it might it might map a little bit to what you were saying at the beginning with the, the weeks. Like the first week was uh, the most uh, strong emotional response and by the second week you attenuate a little bit and the third week you, you attenuate even more. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Stairs. If you'd like to go to a different altitude from the one you're currently on, and you're not able to fly, stairs is a time-proven way to do so. Stairs' efficiency and simplicity of use has made it the number one way to travel vertically for ages. Stairs. So, let's talk about what we are talking about. (laughs) So, we've been doing this podcast for quite a while. Um, a bit more than one year a bit more than one year and now every time we record we're asking ourselves oh should it be our anniversary episode uh should it be should we celebrate because it's the 10th episode or whatever and i always say that 10 is very arbitrary and so why would we (laughs) so essentially every episode we're like oh the next one we're gonna make it a big celebration and so this one we're gonna Sit down and agree once and for all what is the best base to count in.
1: Okay, so this is not our. Uh, this is clearly not our anniversary episode. This is a. This is a pre-anniversary episode to to determine which episode will be
0: anniversary. But what if the result is thirteen? Then like, it's done. <laughs> Th-
1: then we call it a special episode. <laughs>
0: It's a bit of a special episode because this topic is as weird as all the other ones.
1: It's, not, it's still not a special episode. It might be at the end. <laughs> it might be at the end of the show. I love yeah.
0: how, yeah, you get like the loot box effect that we, we don't know yet what's going to be in the episode. Will it be a special episode or not? It might be a special episode. That, that's deep, bro. We could do something about but that. It, it, it We can still it, change the future. Still... We can make it special. <laughs>
1: it's very quantum. But it's still a bit of a special episode because it's the certain, and we are the certain. Yeah, and we are trying. So it's still something. We're really
0: trying to make an anniversary. So like, it, it's... Uh, are we? Well, I don't know. You said the result would be the, uh, the date of the anniversary. So as a precursor to the anniversary it's kind of like a special thing by
1: extension okay 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 it's a pre it's a (laughs) pre-celebration of an anniversary that might have been already passed
0: yeah you don't want to celebrate all at once you you want to
1: pre-celebrate that might be already passed good (laughs) <laughs> okay, so that's gonna be hard. So whatever, like, le- let's... Uh, not whatever, but, like, let's actually, like, introduce a topic first.
0: Yes, so so we can uh, move away a little bit from this very practical consideration to go into the, the mathematical meat of the topic. So in order to celebrate, in order to celebrate or to pre-celebrate, uh, we decided to tackle the question of what is the best... Mathematical base to count in, right?
1: To count everything.
0: To count everything, including the episodes that will be renamed the to fit this framework.
1: I don't <laughs> <laughs> But there's another yeah, okay, we'll, because like we'll there's actually two questions. Like we we're, we're going to tackle that. One question, but it's also like why should we celebrate the end of a base? <laughs> Which is a bit like of a weird thing. Okay, but like we're not talking about that. Well, but like I
0: mean, <laughs> it it goes into the definition of a base. So what is a base?
1: If we want to be like super straightforward, a, a, a base is like the unit in which you count in. So meaning well, it's not a unit though. It's it's a mo- It's not a unit. It's the system that you use to count units. Okay. Okay, so a base is the max number of things you can count. Oh, disgusting. Uh... Okay, okay. So let me do it. Let me define it in
0: a simple but non-intuitive way. A base is the number of symbols that you use to represent digits. So for instance, uh, usually we count in base 10. So we have 10 symbols, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And when you want to count something higher, you Package your your thing into bigger sets of 10. And you say you have one package and X thing uh, on the side. That's
1: not intuitive at all. I don't like that at all. Yes, I I said that. I think, like, let's just say we don't need, a, like, a definition with... We just need an example. Like, a base. If you have, like, in, in the base that we use every day, base 10, like, if you have, like, 11 eggs, you go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10... And then you go back to one. So it's 11. If you have 11 <laughs> eggs I- in, in base, like five, then you do sw- one, two, three, four, five. So there's one set of five eggs, two sets of five eggs. Exactly. So
0: the base is
1: the size of the set that you're doing. It's the size of the maximum. It's the size of the maximum thing that you can count before going back. Before
0: going back, you don't go back. You go up, but you put a set in the, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it, is extremely yeah. confusing to say you go back when you count. <laughs> so it's the, it's the number of symbols you use. It's the yeah. it's the size of the set that you define, like the, this bag of eggs that you
1: define. I think like listing, not listing, but like giving examples, three, four examples of like base that we use every day would be a good way to like be sure to be on the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we are we are gonna talk about bases starting from common ones and then to to weird ones and then we'll decide on what's a good base and which one we choose
1: yeah so first one base 10 we have 10 digits and that's why it's called digit because it comes from like from 10 your fingers. fingers and like so your brain was like "Ooh, i have 10 stuff so i can like count until 10 so let's use this one yes
0: but you don't have to <laughs> is there more to say about base ten, except like it's no base everywhere. ten is the most boring yeah. base,
1: yeah, but that
0: that's the the our gateway base, right? the base that will lead you into other bases
1: because we have ten digits and because also we use that from like ever now, I think like our brain is so used to it that like it's kind of the base for us
0: exactly. You should uh, you should keep in mind for this whole conversation that we have completely been
1: raised by the imperialistic domination
0: of the base 10.
1: It's not imperialistic, though, because imperial, imperial measure is not base <laughs> 10.
0: Okay, maybe imperial was the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> but we're
1: completely forma- formatted
0: f- by the base 10, and so it's going to no. be very hard to think about other bases but we're gonna do our best
1: like that's why like we can we can also talk about other like other bases that we use every day and so just to say that like we actually use other bases in a everyday like setting and i was saying that like a dozen of eggs is actually a base sorry well you say like i want two dozens dozens is actually a base that we use every day it, it, it is, and it can be, anything can be a base, essentially.
0: And so dozens can be a base, but you never talk about dozens of dozens, and even less about dozens of dozens of dozens. So if you only use the first level, the first layer, yeah. I don't know if... But you can, no, but like you use three dozens, so. though. Yeah, but it's more of a unit than a base. Because the whole point of a base is to express any numbers.
1: So would you say would you say that basic? Okay, okay. So would you say that like a clock that use for me use like base sixty is not a base? It's like a unit because you never do like. <laughs> I,
0: I, I. So maybe it's a uh, it's a bit uh, early to talk about this, but the the clock does use a base sixty. And you see several levels of sixty because you have sixty seconds in one minute, so it's like one zero, and sixty minutes in one hour, so it's like one zero zero. But then you have twenty four hours in a day, and it, fix, it it all breaks down. So so maybe we can see that the the on a meta level an important an interesting property is whether you keep the same base in all the level the orders of magnitude or you change like that like we do for hours that suddenly jump to base 24 and then to base 365 when you count days so that is what's called the imperial system (laughs) <laughs> Where you just
1: mysteriously change? What's bothering me is like you change a base, like the base is not the same. Yes, like like twenty four is base ten. Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. W- what I'm saying is like an hour is in base six, like all the thing below an hour, not all the thing, but second to an hour yeah. is base sixty, so that's like one base, and then you go to base twenty four, but like yes, it's two different things. Yes. And that's
0: exactly what the imperial system is, and what I wanted to get to is that this kind of systems suck, and we can rule them out straight away.
1: Okay, so so, so you would you you would argue that time should be best base ten? like all the way. I don't know what is the best base. This is literally the point of today. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but like you, you you could say like oh we're point twelve, meaning like we're twelve percent of the day. Yeah. I would be,
0: I think there's a case to be made of having the the time on a, a non-imperial system, on a metric system, talking kiloseconds and whatever.
1: I wanted to buy that watch, but like then I saw the price and I didn't. Uh, it's it's a watch where it's, it's like, a, it's an analog watch with 24 hours on it. And like then, like it's be, it's actually like based. Like, it's actually, like, best time. Because, like, the the clock is just showing, like, percent of, like, the 24 hours. Which is perfect. so do we it's kind of cute it's kind of do cute. we agree that the optimal base
0: would be the same at all the levels of uh, order of magnitude and will not turn suddenly into a different base
1: no I mean that, that's that's a bit bull- like, that's two different things like because like we change base so it's not one base we like the, the, the we can we can agree that we, what we can agree on is that the best way to measure something all the way up is to say in the same base
0: okay that's what I was trying to express <laughs> and that the uh, imperial system sucks. I think it's important to be said
1: yeah well we lost our we, we lost our state uh, listeners uh, bye I don't think anyone has uh,
0: actual arguments for the imperial system except like it's the way it's always been but if you do have arguments for the imperial system you know how to reach us and we'll be very happy
1: to hear about them and discuss them in the next episode Actually, I I I will be super happy to hear about them because like I really don't see the point. I know. <laughs> do, you, do
0: you automatically assume I'm being ironic or something? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, now that we have uh, <laughs> discussed the imperial system, we can go back. You were saying that so in the in daily life we use base ten and we also use base sixty for minutes seconds and hours kind of
1: so base 24 as well and base 364
0: 364 and a half and a quarter
1: yeah so uh, wait, wait whatever we use the year <laughs> as a like base we what do we use we use 30 we use I'm, I'm gonna do the
0: computer geeky part of it and say.
1: yeah but we don't use them do we
0: well it depends what your job is
1: do you actually use a binary code? Okay, like?
0: so people working in a low-level uh, low strata of the computer system, like hardware, etc., uh, use binary. So that is to say zeros and ones, right? Two, two figures. But what I wanted to tell you, that a lot of people use base 16 for colors in particular, the hexadecimal system. So it goes up to nine, then A B C D E F, not G, <laughs> uh, for the web key, etc. On, on uh, old routers and this kind of stuff.
1: But the thing with with base sixteen is like it's like it's really a matter of being able to write more in less space, more than actually like doing anything.
0: No, no, no. the thing is with those two bases, they are actually related because sixteen is a power of two. So, the base sixteen represents uh, is used because it represents directly an area in in memory on the storage on the hardware
1: yes, and it use less space than like writing it in binary because like if it did if if it but like if it didn't, like why don't we use binary then
0: yeah, okay, you can see it for humans as a shorthand for binary, I guess
1: but it's the only point no
0: of base sixteen uh it's cute. <laughs> So you you can already see one of the, the the guiding factors that will help us decide of the best base because the problem with binary is that you only have two symbols so you get really really long numbers when they're written down. So, you yes, the, the main advantage of the base 16, the exact decimal is to, to be a shorthand for these long strings of binary, I guess, and represent binary as is because uh, it's a sub-base. It's the same power. And I think we can agree that binary might not be the best base because of this, because it takes too much space.
1: But how is the worst base for human being? Like it's good for computers, sure, but like for human being, like it's the worst base. you can't do anything with the too.
0: I think there's a bunch of cool mathematical properties that translate really neatly, but I'm not very brushed uh, brushed up on them
1: If you go like human centric, there's no point in counting too. well. Like, like meaning there's, there's, there's this really cool cognitive thing where like your brain doesn't do the same thing when it counts until three and then it goes like so so, so your brain recognizes until three things and then it counts basically. So so I feel like anything that is below three for human, like as a human-centric approach, would be useless because you don't count them. And I think like the, the first thing of a base is like counting the stuff.
0: I was gonna say like maybe the well the the uh... The, the having two symbols for on and off is kind of cute but uh, yeah i guess
1: but what would be cute like that's what i was so a long time ago like uh, i've designed like card for for a game based on a tarot game and tarot goes until like i can't remember the numbers like 21 yeah uh, and what i was doing is actually like putting so to count until 21 i was putting stars and i put the stars into chunk of 3 that I then like put in chunk of three as well. So I actually use like base three just because on the system of like people we recognize like group of three without counting them.
0: You didn't, so you didn't use the base three, you used the three grouping, right? You didn't have a bigger
1: star to represent three stars, did you? No, well, you, you c- like I put three together. So like the three little stars like made a big chunk basically.
0: Yeah. You made groups of threes. And uh, actually, so this is gonna break the flow, but it goes straight into something I absolutely wanted to mention as uh, as another property of the base system that we might want to design or talk about or consider is the meta base of the system in a way. I don't think there is, I, I've looked a little bit and I don't think there is a term for it, but uh, in or base 10, we have words to express 1, 10, 100, 1000, and then you say 10,000, etc. There is some kind of meta-base where you group the digits by group of 3. And it becomes really interesting because uh, when you learn Japanese, you discover that they actually use 4. <laughs> well, they have a word to say 10,000, and when you talk about 100,000, it's 10 of that.
1: Ooh, cute. Okay.
0: So... Uh, of course after world war ii they had to learn how to write by groups of three but they still speak in groups of four which makes matter extremely confusing of course like everything japanese but it's interesting to see that there is this other parameter the, like the meta parameter and by uh, how much uh said meta symbols you have to express the order of magnitudes if you will and in this, it seems pretty cl- well. Based on what you say, it seems pretty clear that the meta the optimal metabase,
1: would be three. I think so. I would. I, I would be happy with picking three. Okay. Okay.
0: This kind of meta also appears in phone numbers, where you have to group digits by. Uh, Because phone numbers are often like 10, 20, uh, 20, no, 10, 12, between 8 and 12 digits usually. And so that's too much to remember. So you remember a sequence of subgroups that are usually 2, 3, or 4 digits long. For France, it's usually 2. But so, yeah, so 2, 3, or 4 is the only possible candidates for this Metabase, I guess. Yeah. 2 is a bit small because you can probably take better advantage of the human brain capacity and four might be a bit uh, ambitious
1: yeah three is good three let's is let's, good. let's for pick three. three so okay three so we have we we have like maybe the least interesting properties of a base uh, picked i don't know i think it's extremely interesting because
0: nobody not a lot of people talk about it everybody takes it for granted and i think that's really like any, anyone anyone who learns Japanese will wonder about that. No. Any computer scientist learning Japanese will wonder about that, probably. I mean this fucked me up to no end. Uh, like saying numbers in Japanese is the hardest thing ever because they don't use the same base as us. Okay, so three.
1: So so should should the actual base be three?
0: <laughs> A power of three
1: to fit that? A power of three. Yeah.
0: I did I Believe it or not, during my uh, pre-thinking phase, I did not actually consider that possibility.
1: Okay, what did you consider then?
0: So the bases I wrote down. Yeah. Many of them we already talked about.
1: Okay, so what was them?
0: So I wanted to talk about binary, but yeah. I don't think that's good because it's too long. Uh, hexadecimal is actually a very interesting candidate. Yeah uh the base 24 i came to like it a lot for its property because so i've always i've long wondered why we have 24 hours in the day because it's not like 365 where it's a revolution of the sun so you kind of have to like it's dictated by nature the 24 we cut the day in 24 right nobody else forces us to (laughs) and the reason why this is an important number is because it's dividable by one two three four five and six which is really cute maybe you want to do something with that uh is there anything you want to add to the base
1: 24 (laughs) okay i thought you were listing everything and then i would like well i can list everything i can go on but if you want to weigh in i think i like 24 I like 24 because, like, we're, we're used to it as human beings, I guess. No, and no so way. so And it's high enough for the base 10 to be kind of included in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, a lot of things don't go that high. So I feel like if we take a human-centric approach of, like, creating a new base for everyday use, I feel like higher is kind of better just because you don't change habits for quite a lot of stuff. Do
0: you know how many elements the human mind can distinguish?
1: It depends on what, but like seven.
0: Seven? So nine is pushing it a little bit.
1: If it's number, it's like seven minus plus two.
0: You know what? We should we should not have this episode. We should run a widespread, uh, wide-scale uh, cognitive science experiment with a lot of bases to see which one people remember the best.
1: Is the most efficient. <laughs> but the problem is like best 10 will be
0: yeah because of the bias but so my, my counterpoint to what you are saying is I think 24 symbols might be too much to make sense of intuitively
1: we ha- we have 26 letters in the alphabet
0: yes but the ordering
1: you have the ordering in the alphabet
0: the ordering is okay but the mapping is a bit hard like do you really know intuitively what percentage of the alphabet like k
1: is yeah it's like middle ish plus
0: (laughs) it it works but it's hard so i don't know
1: i feel like it just i just feel it's like uh, it's like a learning curve could be could be could
0: be this episode is brought to you by tennis Do you like hitting small yellowish bouncy balls with vaguely circular shaped objects? Well you're in luck, because that's exactly what tennis is! So give it a shot! No, but I, I. So, okay, so this I have a very strong uh, opinion and other reason that I want to propose. Because you seem to say, like, let's take a base as big as uh, the brain allows. And I understand this sentiment and I empathize. But if I had to make a criticism of base 10, I would maybe say that it is too big rather than too small. And that's, that's why I want to absolutely switch gear very fast <laughs> because, uh, yeah. why because so the, the, the base I ended up choosing, therefore, is five, is five like six. No, five? no, six. I would go towards five. five probably because of fingers and it's very compatible with base ten. But anyway, so why do I think that the base ten is too big, <laughs> which is the big thing here? One of the things that you, your base does is allow you to decompose any number on the powers of this base. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah agree, uh, it's agree. kind of like a vectorial space in, in a in a way, but uh, most importantly, it defines the orders of magnitude in your system. Yeah. And therefore, your intuition to deal with big things, because as soon as you exit like the sub base level, you think in logarithm. You think in in the order of magnitude. The human brain is less good at telling the difference between 200 and 300 than between 100 and 1000. And my gut feeling is that as we go up to, like, millions, billions, etc., there is a lot of times where we need to deal with big numbers. And I get the feeling personally (laughs) that base 10 is bad at expressing those big numbers i think we would benefit for more thin grain description of the difference between 5 million and 10 million or something like that
1: okay like basically like what you're saying just to like recap it in one sentence what you're saying is like we suck as human beings to differentiate like 100 million and 10 billion just because it's high and it's in the logarithmic scale like we don't see that much of a difference between the two even if it's like massive but we're really good at like dealing with five versus like seven yeah the thing is the higher you go because like when it's small you you see that like between 100 and 300 i think like everyone understand and feel the difference as well between 1,000 and like 10,000 people see the difference and feel the difference as well. If you go higher into the base, you 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 make that like you you make that shift higher. Meaning, if you use a base 100, like the difference between 10 millions and 20 millions will make as much sense as the difference between 10 and 20. You know what I mean? Are you saying that the difficulty, the the blur? At
0: higher number is independent of the base, kind of depends on just the number, your c- the, the the number of elements.
1: Yes, it's not what I was saying, but yes, I agree with that completely. <laughs> but, I mean, it's another way to look at uh, at this uh, this
0: question. Yes, yes, yes. That is a good point. So maybe I'm just. Uh, I'm just being that like, my, my assumption was that if you lower the base you make the order of magnitude you you get more order of
1: magnitude to describe high number big numbers but but what it would look like like let's try it let's try it what it would look like it would just like instead of like 10 10 million and 20 million it would be 20 versus 40 but you you'd have less
0: uh, big. Split between million and billion. It would be closer in... Absolute number, in absolute count. Yeah,
1: in units, but it will not be closer in... In mind, feeling? Yeah, uh, I mean, if you say one versus four, like you make the difference easily. If you send like 10 million versus 10 billions, like you, like, okay, whatever. But the thing is, like, it maybe goes just to say that we don't, because we don't really know what a billion is, we just don't see a billion very often. It's just a matter of like seeing it often. And I think like with more habituation, we get used to it and we, we have a better sense. Like, I feel like in the recent year, because there's more and more billionaires, like a billion seems much lower than like. what it was before
0: okay yeah that's 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 a reasonable counter argument so maybe we can drop base five which is not that great a base anyway but we have five Uh, fingers i
1: feel like uh, like base five like you can't divide it like i don't know like it's a prime number
0: yeah that's it sucks a little bit so the other bases i had in mind (laughs) to come back to the initial question uh that the bases i actually like and care about are base one Where you have only one symbol. (laughs) Well, you have zero symbol. You have just like... You you count with like... uh, Essentially dots.
1: That's (laughs) a bad idea. Okay. That's a bad idea, but it's so cute. It's really cute, but it's a really bad
0: idea. Okay. So what do you think about this next one? Base Aleph zero. Aleph zero? Do you know what Aleph is? No. Aleph zero? Aleph zero is the number of integers. Okay. Right, it's the smallest infinity you can have. Okay. I'm not going to go too deep into
1: theories of infinity because I'm r- I am skipped all of my uh, math classes. No, but we can just say that like basically the first infinity that you encounter.
0: Yeah, it's the first infinity and then so you have several types of infinity like what is the number of uh, r- reals, numbers with commas between zero and one or what is the number of integers. Too, way too complicated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Aleph zero is the smallest infinity possible. You have as many symbols as there are integers. Okay, okay. That's fine with me. So you have infinity many symbols which is a, a bit annoying granted like I-, I i can grant you that it's not the most practical base but it has some really cute property so i think we can never use this base because a lot of properties of this base are very are not proven yet. Like there is a lot of ongoing mathematical theories. In particular, we don't know if two aleph zero equals aleph one, which is like the next the next one, the next bigger infinity. <laughs> But what would happen in that, uh, I, I just wanted to stress what would happen in that base is that you have this infinity of symbols, one for each integers. And then when you reach the end, you have one infinity and zero integers. <laughs> And if you want to go to the next number, next denomination or whatever, you you need to go one degree of infinity higher. So you have one zero zero. So it, you have infinity digits for the units, but for the dozen for the yeah, for the tens you have only one, and for the hundred only one. <laughs> so it might not be the most convenient one. I, I, I can grant you that. But I think I have a soft spot in my heart for it. And I'm willing to celebrate our Aleph Zeroth episode.
1: I mean, it's a super cute base, but the problem with that base is that... Is it the, the, the lot of open mathematical questions? <laughs> no, but like, I, I feel... No, 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 I don't mind about that, I guess. What, wow. I, mean, what I care about is that you can't do anything. Basically, well, there is a lot to
0: memorize that this symbol plus this symbol equals this symbol. It is not optimized for multi for and maybe that's something that that's a property we can extrapolate to all bases. The base is not optimized for operations inferior to it. So when you have to say like five plus two, you have to hard code and learn that it corresponds to this symbol. So, Admittedly, that's a lot of hard coding for the symbols of, uh, of, of, of base LF0 <laughs> if you don't use an, uh, another base. Admittedly. <laughs> yeah, admittedly. I, I never said it was without problems. I just said, like, maybe we can walk through these problems
1: to use it. I think we, to be, we can't use it. I think it's a cute idea, a bit of a useless one. <laughs> I mean, uh, as
0: long as we're dealing with... Problems that are not infinite, maybe, but I'm sure that one day where we'll be uh, all merged consciousness and infinity will be all daily after the singularity, I'm predicting that this base will become much more important. Since we're running out of time, uh, short on time, I have another question that I okay. think we could be considering, and I think it has an easy answer: is that the base need not be an integer; it could be a real number. It exists. Non-real bases exist and are possible in math. Yeah, like you, ha- you could have pi base. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- and the reason I think it's shit <laughs> is because when you count in your base. Uh, so one zero represent pi squared, right, by definition. So you'd have one that is one pi, two that is two pi, three that is three pi, and then you have pi squared. And there is not the same gap between two and three, and between three and one O. And I think that's just shit.
1: No, it's bullshit.
0: Yeah, so I, I think we can skip it, but uh, I th- I think it's worth mentioning that we thought it over and decided that it was
1: objectively wrong. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, everything that needed to be said on that subject in, like, two sentences, I have no comments on that. Do you have other bases to bring to consideration or should we try and conclude? I think, like, basically, we can try to conclude, but, like, what, what we have, like, what we've said, but, like, not really said, is prime numbers need to be not considered. I think it needs to be divided. Why, though? what is what is half the base what is like quarter
0: of the base well oh, okay 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 it's it's nice to build up an intuition if you have uh, symbols that correspond to fraction of your base Okay, it's uh, it's easier. So we've been talking a lot about going up in big numbers. It's easier to make intuitions about slow lower numbers and to... to
1: and also, I think we need to talk about, like, just a bit, f- just for the conclusion. Like, we need to talk about birthday. Th- what do we do with Best though? We, we do like all unit basically uh, for birthday but it depends like for a podcast for example like you do the tens you do the 50 you do the 20 but you also do the 25 I I think people celebrate orders
0: of magnitude mostly 10 100
1: 1000 I mean your, your 50th birthday is more important than your like 40th birthday
0: objectively probably not but uh, <laughs> subjectively I think you have a point and that's because
1: it's half of the base so to keep that properties if we want to keep that property it needs to be we need to be able to divide it basically
0: so i get the feeling that what we've landed on is that base 16 is the way to go or base nine. Or
1: base nine. Nine is fun. Nine is fun. I haven't thought a lot about base nine because, like, you can divide it by three. So first, like, we keep counting by three stuff. One third is like a thing, like just a third of stuff. I don't know, like a third is a nice kind of like feeling. I know how to settle it because I clearly I need to think more about base
0: nine because I'm just like envisioning it for the first time now. So I'm gonna say we stop. We leave it here. Everybody, all of you listeners. Please vote in the YouTube comments, on Twitter, on Reddit, or in email on what you think after this thorough uh, argumentation. What should the base that we use for counting the episodes be? And we'll tally of the votes next time and decide. <laughs> okay, okay. Just as a little conclusion, I think I wanted to stress out that I grasp a better understanding of the fact that choosing your base uh, gives you more intuition on what's below it essentially your brain like gets a good subdivision of what's below the base and also in orders of magnitude in logarithmic scale above it but not necessarily like maybe you're just bad at bigger number or whatever the base is <laughs> uh, so i think that's the main consideration you should keep in mind while voting <laughs> yeah
1: and anniversary are fun also, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Okay,
0: so you want it to, open, uh, to happen as frequently as possible because we can
1: also go base 1. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, but base 1 is bullshit. <laughs> but, but, but no, but like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, with 9, it's fun because like all the three
0: are anniversary. Let's say our three main contenders are 9, 16, and 24. Maybe t- do we give ten, or is it out of the running?
1: I mean, like ten is no fun. I th- I think ten was the worst. I like nine is is better in every way. Nine is very close to ten. Oh. It wouldn't change much. Yeah, that is strong. Except it's, except that you can divide it by three. <laughs> and I think like three is a new five. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe
0: we so No, no, but it comes back to what you're saying. I think we need to think about it, like internalize them and use
1: them a little bit. What I'm a bit sad about is we haven't decided about the best base, base right now, so we need to, like, we're gonna use base 10 for the title of this episode, which I'm kind of sad because I kind of wanted to use a new base just for this one episode.
0: Oh, but we'll change it retroactively, that's okay. We are sure it's not gonna be base 14. So it's not, the next one is
1: not our anniversary, so that's okay. Except if we use, like, if we choose, like, best seven, <laughs> which will never happen. Yeah,
0: no, no, don't be absurd, <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <laughs> insane, I think. <laughs>